Welcome back, everyone, to the podcast for the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast where our motto is we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 325B. B. Thank you. The second episode for the week where we'll now discuss our thoughts on the Apple TV original Tetris. With you for that discussion, Grayson, I couldn't stop thinking about it, Maxwell and Roger. Man, Russia looks scary, Stillian. Chris is taking would, the night off. I would thrive in Russia, by the way. <laughs> I have a feeling you would. I have a feeling you would. For the episode discussing Dungeons and Dragon Honor Among Thieves, including the whole box office breakdown, watch streaming, and trailer talk, check out episode 325A, posted on A? Tuesday, 411. Listen, I want to talk about that. I was on fire that fucking episode, like I always am. So Dungeons yes. and Dragons? Yeah. Like, there you go. No. Bro, Actually, I'm, I'm fire every day. To take just taking a minute to I the more I think about that movie the more I like it the more I um, like like legitimately my the the thing I could say that is and I don't mean it negatively at all it's a very okay movie <laughs> it's it's it, very okay it it well it might be one of the most okayest movies of the year that we're going to get yeah no and that's that's fair at this point it is very very okay yeah you're right it and is and not like you know a, it could have been I, I I feel like there's more room it could have been worse than than. There's, I mean, oh, it could have been awful. Yeah, it but it, it could have been more awful than it could have been better. You know what I'm talking about? Like, mm-hmm. that's that's one that I really enjoyed uh, watching and recording the episode for. So, and there's also Chubby Dragon, Chubby Dragon. Found out that Grayson just thinks he'd be a paladin, which is <laughs> ew. Well, that's my always my go-to character, and on Skyrim too, I always play a knight, sword, shield type dude. So, do you remember what, what my character was? You were not a rogue. Oh, you were nope. a necromancer. Oh, yeah. Raise the dead, <laughs> baby. Raise the dead to fight for you, to do your bidding. And there's nothing That's wrong right. with that. Nothing no. wrong with that. Well, Roger, let's talk about another crazy ride in the form of an Apple TV original, Tetris, with Taryn Edgerton. What say you? What's the plural of Tetris? Tetri, maybe? Tetrises? Tetrises, Tetri, one of those two has got to be. Mm. Right. All right. Tomato meter. You'll be happy to know, 81%. Yay. The audience score, I think, is very equally deserved as well as a 88%. All right. That's a, that, that's a, that's a solid B on the old college scale. Yeah, so. man, that's, that's fair. <laughs> hey, you know bad. what? Sums up this movie. All right, so let's <laughs> ring it out, baby. <laughs> let's, let's move to score this bad boy. That's right. All right. Um, we have a cast. Taron Edgerton. The people are in this movie, yes. <laughs> We have Taron Edgerton, we have Ben Miles, and we have Rick Yoon, <laughs> and a couple of people that... Okay, so I'm going to try to pronounce these people. Nikita Efremov, Sofia Lebedeva, Anthony Boyle, very important guy right there, Ken Yamanura, Igor Grabuzov, and Toby Jones. Uh, all in this, all in this. what is... I, I keep saying Crazy Ride, but is there a better way to describe this movie than Crazy Ride? No, Crazy okay. Ride is very fair. I also want to know how much of this is accurate. That's what I'd be very curious to know about. Like, how much of this movie is that? And I did some Googles, and I get a lot of different answers, so I don't actually know. Well, the main character, Hank, is a real person. He did really go to Russia and really secured the rights to Tetris. Hank and Alexi are real-life bros. They're real people, so. yep. Um, yeah, Alexi, actually, a couple years ago, his oldest or one of his sons was actually tragically killed in a skiing accident. Um, I read that right after I went to go find out who these people were. So, sorry, buddy. Interesting. That's that's a shame. That's that's a damn shame. But 
the movie leading up to is what did you think you were getting into going into Tetris? Um, let me ask you that little. Um, you know what? I don't really know because here's the thing. I, you know, we had seen the trailer for Tetris a while ago, a few months ago, right? And that was a little mm-hmm. out of out of character for Apple. They don't usually show stuff off a significantly long time out. Most streaming places don't. Um, but we saw Tetris, like it was an R-rated trailer. You know what I mean? And it's weird that you, you know, Tetris would be something to be like, well, it's not really about the game because it's, it's, listen, this, this is not a video game movie. Okay. This is a movie about making and distributing a video game is the easiest way to say it. Um, but I mean, they use cool pixel art and the, the soundtrack is great, by the way. Um, and they they drive this story by using little bits and pieces of like you know pixel cutscenes and to jump time and stuff like that. And I think it works really really well. But I mean, listen, we're not following the adventures of Tetris here. You know, we're not f- watching falling blocks. We're watching the guys that created it, and it's, it's kind of interesting. And it well, is uh, it's a damn cool movie. It is. There, it's no it's no secret if you've ever played Tetris, which I'm pretty sure everyone knows what Tetris is. Everyone's seen it. Everyone's held a Game Boy and maneuvered some pieces to get rid of some rows. I'm sure everyone has you know know that. But what you don't know behind it is the is the insanity of how it came to be uh, a, a very heavily distributed video game outside of Russia because it almost didn't, and that would have been you know video games would be very different right now because isn't. Tetris is a very seminal and very important game in 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 in, the, in video game world, isn't it? That's that moved a lot of things forward for a lot of people, and it's still incre- the original Tetris game is still incredibly popular. It sells hundreds of thousands of copies a year. So, I mean, Tetris has to be up there with one of the most sold video games of all time, right? It is. It is officially the most sold of all time. Yeah, that that man that makes sense. That makes especially back in a time when. Because Nintendo for a long time was they packaged their consoles with things to make it a good a oh, better yeah. deal, and it's you know famously uh, the Game Boy one of the package deals was Tetris, and of course that that of course you know that does inflate numbers a little bit for the if you can say we've sold this many, but to the tune of you know how many hundreds of millions I I don't think that's responsible for, but I mean the the game Tetris is responsible for selling so all those units, not just. Uh, being packaged with the Game Boy, but what Nintendo was a huge boon for. Anyway, so I'm talking about really kind of nerdy stuff, but all right. Where do we start with Tetris, Rod? Let me ask you that. Where do we pick up with Hank Hank Rogers in the 80s? In the 80s, when gaming wasn't always super popular from the get-go. There was a time when gaming was almost dead and Nintendo kind of revived it a little bit. It's, you know, and and, then that Atari and generation before Nintendo and those two or three generations before Nintendo even in the 70s it was gaming all there was almost a time when gaming would have died if Nintendo hadn't come along and done what it did with the NES uh, system with the console that kind of unified a lot of things and it, it you know Nintendo kept the quality high on their games and there, there, it's, it's, it's a long and awesome history there's a book there was a very famous book you can read about all this too isn't mm-hmm. there I'm almost you know it's funny I, I, I said to myself oh I know the title and now I've forgotten it to record this episode but it's a, very, it's a very famous book you can read. It tells you the whole history of uh, the saving of the video game industry, how Nintendo came to be, how it really, really did a huge thing for video games. And Tetris is widely talked about in, in that book as well. But I do like where we bring up with 
it's what gets me is the simplicity of the game yet how it took everyone's mind and just lit it on fire and they couldn't stop thinking about it that's what i think the movie does very well even from the get-go of really driving home to you it's 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 the simple it's the simple of the game that just you couldn't put it down and i think that was yeah i mean it's just addicting as hell I think so, and it's. I mean, you would you pick up a regular Game Boy, like an old school Game Boy, right now, and if you could play Tetris on it, would you tell somebody no, you don't want to? No, I don't think that. I think that's the beauty of the game is it's so simple yet so complex that you just you can't. You, you're always gonna if it's in your hand, you're you're, you're going to go a few rounds at least. I mean, I would imagine. Um, I still have a fully functional original Game Boy, by the way. Do you really? I do. But like the, the one that you had since like the eighties, or it, just... it was not my original one, no. But it is an original Game Boy, like that's... first run, you know, thick boy, yellow screen. That's got to be worth. That's got to be collector's item by now. It's got to be worth some. Money. Um, you know, it doesn't come out of the. It doesn't come out of its little cubby hole very often. Um, Nor should it. it Nor should it. It does have. It does have a game in it. It is not Tetris. It is the original Nintendo baseball that is in there. <laughs> so. <laughs> Back when they back and they just called it baseball and hockey. That's, that's and just what it was, just baseball. baseball that's all it says. <laughs> it's, it's got no nothing else. There's no licensing. These people aren't real. Nope. <laughs> um, oh, those those the wild yeah, west man. of video game days, right back back. Then. Um, well, I mean, listen, you really find out about how wild like rights and developing stuff really was in the like late eighties, early nineties with with this from Tetris. I mean people selling licensing agreements to shit they didn't even own like that's crazy <laughs> that's insane. even that company that was that company the rival company that was trying to get the rights that was a billion dollar company in the 80s and they couldn't even like it's just insane how far they went without having actual rights with selling things it's just wow blows my mind so i <clears throat> one thing i, I do want to say is i really do hope this movie is somewhat accurate i understand this there's dramatization no matter what you're going to do but as far as the character's concerned I really hope this this movie tries to be as accurate as possible because it's that's a damn good story if it's true and almost yeah. one where Hank Rogers almost came close to death many times in the story. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he probably about died a few times, <laughs> especially in Russia where they just didn't fuck around with stuff like that. No, no shit. Especially no. if you're a, especially if you're a, a foreigner in a government building, like they said, this is. I love it. It's like this is illegal. I'm like, I can't <laughs> even be here. What the fuck? <laughs> Well, Russia was a very different place back then. I mean, this is you're talking about only 40 years after the World War II and like not a whole lot of change in the country, even 40 years later. But no, yeah, they're a very closed minded state back then. And it's, it's the movie does a good job in letting you really know that Hank was always very close to one more step and he would have got himself a, a one in the head. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised he didn't like get punched in the face, you know? he was threatened several times like more, yeah. more than just more than just subtlety threatening to it was like go home or we're gonna or you're done yeah we're gonna cancel your ticket if you don't go home mm-hmm. it's so, crazy how he just keeps coming back let's talk about taron edgerton for one second yep uh he what a is, good mustache <laughs> that was gonna be my next question is how did you like uh, the the hank rogers mustache perfect i'm, I'm sure you really loved it Taron yes. Edgerton yes. is is an actor that just he really kind of bleeds charisma. He's really yeah. Good I at, mean, he's an interesting yeah. dude, right? Like, well, the way he plays his role, even that awful Robin Hood movie that that we watched many many years ago was yeah, the movie stinks. Well, he was still a good part of it though, and it's 
Sure. That movie, does, that movie doesn't suck because Taron Egerton. It sucks because many other reasons, but <laughs> it just sucks. It's not I like, his fault. <laughs> Taron's really good in what he does. I, I really think he doesn't get enough credit for being one of the strongest young male leads that we have in the moment. But man, sure. he, every time I watch a movie with him, like God, he is good. Even I mean, in watch Kingsman. the original Kingsman movie, right? That yeah. movie is fun as hell. Uh, it's it's also very decent too. That's the thing, and the same people that produced it um, did this one too. Yeah, he's got he likes working with the Marv Group. I mean, that's that's fine. Him and, uh, him and Aaron Taylor Johnson love the yep. love the Marv Group, which is nothing wrong with that. Um, it's you know a movie that's criminally underrated is I think the third Kingsman movie. The I forget what it's what's the the title of it, but the third one where the World War the King's II. Man. Oh yeah, the the King's Man. I think that one's criminally underrated. You know, we watched it. We didn't have the highest regards to say about it, but it wasn't terrible. Not that Terrence in it, but I think that's one of the ones criminally under, underrated. Yeah. Back to yeah. back to Tetris is. So Hank Rogers is a guy who's trying to get in on the late '80s boom, or, or sorry, mid early to mid '80s boom of the of the the video game craze. He's got a game he's trying to sell. And he can't. No one's interested in walk in, in his gaming in his game at the booth, and so everyone's at this one game. Even the person, even the girl he's hired to try to sell his game with sex appeal, is over at this game Tetris. playing Tetris. Yeah. No one knows what. It, I mean, no one really understands what this game is, but everyone is enthralled by it. And they so like it. This is Hank's. He goes on this journey to secure the rights, and he wants to be the guy that brings this to many nations of the world. He wants to be the guy that distributes this and make money. I mean, why wouldn't you if you saw a game that you think you can really mass market and sell and make a profit off of? Especially in those days, it was kind of the wild west of game publishing and stuff like that. It's just, it's just, an, it's an, it's just insanity. Did they ever it, say how much he paid for that? I'm sure they did. I've It's been... I just I don't, don't remember. Know. It was it's pennies compared to what he should have paid for it. Yeah, <laughs> pennies on the pennies. So that's so so. How do you feel like the your the 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 movie portrayal of Russia? Mm-hmm. How I mean, Russia in the late eighties, early nineties, like right before the fall, probably pretty accurate. <laughs> like very <laughs> close minded, very like. Yeah, watching you. The government's always watching you. We know everything you're yep. doing. As soon as you stepped off this airplane, <laughs> they knew you were there. <laughs> yeah, no, I there. mean that makes a lot of sense. Like, I definitely, definitely believe it. So I really, I really like the what they did with like it. Always just it was always gray. It always felt cold. It always felt distant. It always it's just I liked how they did that. And it one thing I did like is he he came he was coming from Japan and one of you know yep. a place that he's now calls home because his wife that's and his where kids, he lives his wife and his family yep. And it's to me, it's one of those things to watch this movie. To there, there are several other films that I, I watch this in. And another one is um is in America that I've talked about several times on this show. Is and there's a there's a certain scene in America where uh, the dad is he's he takes his kids and his wife to uh, in New York. It's it's like this carnival for 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 the day, and he's trying to have fun. They're trying to forget the fact they don't have an air conditioner, and they're just out having fun as a family. And he's he keeps trying to throw all of these these balls in, into an event, into like a one of those sideshow events that, like, if yeah, you, game, if you, if you make it, you get all your money back. But if you don't, you have to keep doubling down to keep going. Yep. So, and you watch him waste all their rent money, all their food money, and it's it's hard to watch. Um, and he 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 he, he doesn't waste everything. He does get it back due to the daughter making one of her three wishes. Uh, but it's there's also a scene in this film where it, he 
pretty much puts up his entire his family's entire financial future. Yep. He makes that he makes that one offer in Russia. He was like twenty five thousand dollars. Like twenty five thousand. Why only that? He's like, because that's all I have left. (laughs) And it's it's (laughs) it's a hard thing to watch because he's got a wife and three kids that. You know, I I don't know about you, but they like to eat. They like to sleep with, with warm blankets, and you know, they like to, they don't like being homeless. So, I mean, what was their um, what was his software? Bombshell. Yeah, was his that, group was Bombshell or something. Bombshell, bombshell software. Yeah. Uh, they were going company. Let's go. They were going nowhere. Well, I'm sure it's been folded into the Tetris company. I mean, him and Alexi have the was it the the, the Tetris group that they formed to, yeah. together. That I'm sure it's worth many untold billions of dollars at this point or hundreds of millions. Absolutely. Tetris group. How much is that worth? Hmm. That's a good question. What do you come up with? Um, well, they're based out of Australia now, which is interesting. That is interesting. Oh, never mind. That's um, some engineering oil welding crane transport. <laughs> Okay, that's the wrong Tetris group. Yep, no. Okay, so good. All right, I, I, I think it's called the, the Tetris Company. Maybe I'm wrong about uh, that. Okay. Yeah, well, that's for another day. Whatever. It's what I what I did really enjoy in this one is watching all the the, the parties involved go back and forth with how they fought politically, how they fought like behind each other's back, how they snuck around doing like shady back ended deals, like a three headed negotiation. Yeah, it's it's just interesting to watch this happen. And I, the you know, the one guy I felt bad for, I didn't even feel as bad for Hank Rogers as I did for the Alexi. Alex, no, not him. The other okay. the guy that was doing the negotiations on behalf of Russia. Okay, sure, sure, I get that. And he kind of just got messed over in the end. We 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 never caught back up with him to make well, yeah. sure that he wasn't killed in the back alley or yeah. something. Well, I mean, because like they're telling him, be like, this is the one you're going to take, and this is it, you know. And he was like, but this is a better deal for Russia. <laughs> yeah, well, you it's just, it, when you're when you're told by the state that this is what's going to happen, you should do what the state says if you want to yeah. continue to breathe air. If you don't want to be dead, you should do this. Which, I mean, sounds very reasonable. It does. <laughs> it does. So, what do you think the budget for this thing was worth? Was, was, was Ooh, you know what? I have no idea. I haven't, I haven't checked. But what would you guess? Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd be hard-pressed to say this is more than 15 or 20 million. Mm, you want to take a guess? Just to take, take oh, a real guess. Do and you me, know? Me, I do know, and that, that was way low. Oh, we're we talking like 50. Oh, no, I see it. Oh, my God. Isn't that insane? So tell them what it is. $80 million is budget. Oh, However, no. let's keep it. Why? Well, oh, OK, so Apple, <laughs> Apple does. I, well, I listen, appreciate I bet you the do. music rates are expensive because, listen, this again, movie has a banging soundtrack. It, it does. There's there's a lot of things this movie, I think, would, would make it very expensive. But one thing I. I appreciate Apple putting money behind and always, even though a movie like Greyhound from is an Apple original, that movie is not good. And and no, it's like the worst one, honestly. It even has Tom Hanks, and it just, it just didn't work. But even, but it looked great, and it it sounded great, and it felt great. You know, I mean, like I like where they put money. So the other, the other one that we always talk about is on the other side of the spectrum is Netflix. How they put money behind things and just. Why? Where does it go? At least mm. with Tetris, I can see where the eighty million dollars went. Can you see where the eighty million dollars went in me time from Netflix? No, 
that's shit. My, that's no. my point. Is at least These, those movie. movies aren't even on the same level either. No, because like, look, not, no. okay, the thing with Tetris, okay, after watching this movie, like, it's a damn good movie, right? Like, it's it's not going to be some kind of Oscar winner, but it's a very solid story. It's paced really well, and it looks cool, sounds great, right? Yeah, yeah, and, all those things are true. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Now that being said. You know, if you would have told me that this movie cost $100 million, I would have laughed and been like, no fucking way. But I mean, it comes in at 80. I, st- I still think that that feels high for for what we get on screen here, just because, I, you know, I don't think there was any real CGI or anything like that. Besides like the uh, the like cut scenes, you know, fade in, fade out with a pixel stuff. I don't know. Maybe that shit's expensive, I guess. But um. But this movie is light years above other streaming things that we've watched even recently, you know, because, you know, we joke all the time that it seems like every time we have to watch a movie for Netflix that it's just awful. And uh, spoiler alert for next week's shows. <laughs> I've already watched our <laughs> already watched our Netflix movie for Did next you watch week and Chupa Chupa. And, uh, you know, that's a whole different conversation for another day. But look. It ain't positive. <laughs> Fair enough. I wouldn't expect it to be. I haven't watched it yet, but I've I've I had a feeling it was not going to be positive. It's not. But Fair enough. I mean, it's just if you can make a cool story and have it look good, sound good, if it costs a little bit more money than what most people think, who cares? Because look, I'm going to remember Tetris for a long time. I'm going to recommend Tetris to people, you know? Well, that's that's like, the thing is the thing that Dungeons and Dragons does very well and Tetris I think even is they are so the two categories. You know, our motto is we just hope it doesn't suck. Yes. So I mean, it's it's easy for people to it's easy for people to de- split movies into two two categories, good and and and, and bad. And you can further delineate. Yeah. Sure. But I think a category that is sorely overlooked is okay. Like no, yeah. the, movie, the movie's not great, but hey, it doesn't suck either. It's Listen, not bad. If if most of the movies I ever watched ended up in the okay category. Do you understand how happy I would be? <laughs> I like, agree with you. And I, I mean that legitimately. Like, we have so many things that it's just like, this is awful. And then we get a movie like Tetris. Well, listen, Tetris isn't excellent. It's not the best thing I've ever seen. But it's pretty damn good. But it's right? very watchable. It's, it's again, it's, it's, it's kind of weird that we did these two movies in the same week. But mm-hmm. both these movies, Dungeons, Dragons, and Tetris, re- requires no previous knowledge of either nope. thing to get in. It's very accessible. And you're just following the story on the screen. You're following the people and the drive to get what they want. That's all there is here. And it's I think that's a great accomplishment for both movies. I, I think yeah, more so than Dungeons and Dragons, but it is kind oh. of funny that you know, two things that uh you know not everybody would know a whole lot of stuff about, but it has instant name recognition is Tetris and Dungeons and Dragons, right? I agree with you, yeah. Like absolutely. So and I I do love so how would you describe if you had to describe if someone came out of a coma from 1950, if if Captain America came came out of a coma and he was like Roger, how would you describe to me Tetris on Game Boy? How, okay, just describe to him Tetris, falling block puzzle. Okay, falling block puzzle. So, you're, okay, falling block puzzle. You're trying to, you're trying to. Ma- I don't even know how to go further than that. You're trying to make them complete rows in a limited time to make decisions. Okay, sure. So, falling block puzzle want. works so, just fine. That's Tetris. You taking all these. You're, taking all these pieces and you're trying to make them fit. It's funny how such a simple concept for a game, yet this movie there there is so many moving pieces at any given time. There's yep. so many different angles of people trying to get in Tetris and you know there's the there's 
there's the complete opposite of the group. Then there's the Toby Jones character who's kind of working for that group. And then there's Hank Rogers. And then there's the Russians. And then there's, you know, then, then, then there's half of the movie. The Maxwell's. Yeah, all people yeah. named Maxwell are terrible. Those are my people. Yeah. Thank, thank you yeah. very much. Um, I, there's so much going on here that it's, it's almost, it's kind of the opposite yet very similar to Tetris too. I noticed is because mm-hmm. it, when it's just, there's so much, in the later levels of Tetris, and if you start to screw up, you know the screen starts flashing, music gets faster, and yep. you know you're, that's when you're gonna lose because you've already made a misstep. But kind of what the movie does too is like at any minute, Hank Rogers could end up at the top of the screen, game game over. Things just mm-hmm. didn't go his way, but it doesn't. And I'm actually surprised that he makes that. What I didn't know was Alexi. I guess it's some kind of a spoiler that that the real life Hank Rogers and Alexi they do in you know they both get out of it and they do form the Tetris company. Yep. I didn't know that. So I thought for sure that guy was toast. I didn't know anything about it, but I thought for sure he was not going to make it no out way, of right? No way, right? I mean, yeah. I guess that makes sense because they definitely have it to where it looks like, well, hey, Alexi just might get his, you know, might knock on his door, shoot him in the face and walk away. Well, the government agent, he was pretty persistent in trying to make sure this deal didn't happen or if unless he benefited from it. Yep. So that's one thing the movie does well too is it keeps you on your toes. It really does keep you... Did you did you find this movie to be um, horrendously guessable? Like, did you see what was pre- predictable? Um, not really. I mean, some things yes, but definitely some things no. Because like the way the negotiations go, at some points, and I was just like, uh, we have to wait till tomorrow. It's customary or whatever it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or protocol? <laughs> it's just yeah, like yeah. okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's it was neat watching them do it. Or even when, you know, they're the guys walking from room to room to room, telling each person the same thing: sign this contract and you get this. And yeah, and then he was like, "You didn't even read the contract. You screwed me." Blah blah blah. Thought that was excellent. I so. agree. It's 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 just the movie's a lot of fun, and it's it's very capably made. And it's just it's not going to win Oscars, but it's also not going to be in the Razzies either, which is no. ideal. I think, and here's the thing, we'll move to score in a minute, but here's the thing about Tetris is it's a damn fun movie that you won't even realize how much it's, it's like, it's just over two hours, I think, right? It's uh, just it's at two hours. Yep. Yeah. Like, well, it's like it, one fifty nine or something legitimately. I think the movie's paced really well too. I don't, yes. I didn't, I didn't think it went, ran horribly long. I was, this is a good product and I'm glad that Apple had it because if Netflix would have had this script, oh, we'd, we'd be looking at a much worse version of this movie capitalizing on all the wrong things different yeah but i'm i would imagine it's probably easy with netflix to say it probably would have been worse so i'm, I'm I mean, glad this was an apple product so i think it's easy to say that would have been worse because legitimately in what world would you think netflix could have done this better because i don't <laughs> no no i mean the thing is like netflix started off so strong i was thinking about what chris said about on our on our a episode for the week about how extraction was one of the you know one of the one of the earlier big blockbuster movies we talked about on netflix you yeah, know first good. there was first there was bright and then more followed we watched I, bright and then like triple frontier and then well no extraction we, we, i think we're like three, well, two or three bigger ones right there all in a row mudbound all within there. all a year or so of each other mudbound was it like a whole like and then roma like Oscar winners. And then if you look at Netflix now compared to when it started with his originals, they're just turning it. They don't care about the con. They don't care about the quality. They just care about the content being available. That's all they care about. But Apple seems to be a bit different. Apple's on a much smaller release schedule with their movies, but I think by and large, they tend to be better. 
So I would ask you a serious question because like, look, we know how much money Apple has, right? Um, I think, or I would question, do you think Apple does the things that they do the way that they do because they don't have to keep churning content like Netflix does? I would imagine they're not so. hemorrhaging subscribers and that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? I agree with you because I it, it's very obvious that Apple does so. The morning show is is pretty successful for them. Ted Lasso is horrendously successful. They don't have a lot of stuff, but what they do have, everyone watches. It's not like Netflix uh, where they're canceling things because just no one's watching them. Well, or even the, and then the Netflix has a tendency to cancel stuff people are watching. You know what I mean? Like that's a, that's been a thing with them for a while. They'll just they'll take one of their more popular shows and just be like, it's done. <laughs> Well, I can tell you so, why about that. They're they're trying to get out from under one contract and into another, and the, the contract they currently have, after season three, things get way more expensive for your cast. Like it jumps tremendously. Oh, so they're backloaded. Okay, I guess so, that makes. I get that. Standard. So I mean, the longer you're here, the more they have to be worth. The whole I, I went down a rabbit hole for a few minutes today about how they sabotage The Witcher on purpose because it was so popular, and then they're like, ah, we have to pay these people so much. like that's the thing why why things never go past season three on Netflix or very rarely do they go past season three yeah, because okay. it's just not it just it's just not profitable for, for them. But unless it's the most profitable thing, they ain't going to do a third or fourth exactly. or fifth seasons of it. No, I get that. I mean that's, that's very, interesting though. My that is a very broad explanation. I mean the contracts, you know, get funneled down narrower as you get more into it. Oh but. sure, 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 sure. But I mean, I guess <laughs> it makes sense though. Think about it like even in network TV, the longer a show runs, the more expensive it just it, it goes up exponentially. Of course, of course. So you know that's why things like Lost went on it, and they just ended it. But it just it, it became very like very few shows like Friends, Simpsons, you mm-hmm. know, Lost and stuff like that. It's just. Very few shows are actually super profitable towards the end. It's just, yep. they got to keep going. I mean, we, we talked about Friends not too long ago when those people, they were making a million dollars an episode. The last two seasons, a million an episode. Each. <laughs> so they not, <laughs> not fucking total, people. So they, 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 they had what? They had what? How many of 24 episodes a season? And for two uh, seasons. And the, with, yeah, with six main cast members. But that was also at like the peak of commercials paying top dollar for those. True, spots. that that is true. That was Which, as big of TV as you could get. So. By the way, I noticed. So, just as a way to end this, is Apple TV. Apple TV is one of the few that hasn't gone because I noticed Hulu today and Amazon. No, Hulu and HBO Max very recently announced there's now going to be ad versions of their products and ad free versions. Like you pieces of crap, is everyone doing this shit that Netflix started with the the ads? It's just. Why are they sure. doing this? Just people aren't going to be able to it's like back in the day when you and I were still doing the show with it before Chris, even I think before Nick, maybe or before Alex, we were talking about how our, our subscriptions, but it was mm-hmm. pretty bare bones. You well, know, that was back before uh, Amazon was as expensive as it is. Disney Plus was just coming out at like four ninety nine. HBO Max was still relatively cheap, but everything is almost double or tripled in price. Hulu was. A, re- a decent now everything is just yeah. i just don't know what they're doing but i mean this will be something we'll talk about more on our next main episode i think because we got to have to spend a few minutes on the hbo max stuff at least but look i think it's about time everybody owes cable a fucking apology okay because <laughs> <I agree. laughs> everybody's like everything's so much cheaper well guess what now it's look what's right. come home folks yeah. <laughs> look what's come home <laughs> You reap what you sow, people. You reap what you sow. <laughs> you wanted this? You got it, champ. We, we got kind of off topic on Tetris, but... No, look, Tetris is cool, man. It's a fun 
good movie that's listen it's not necessarily for kids there is a lot of language in this movie it's not violent or anything though but just remember folks that's what you're getting into here it's a good use of Taron Edgerton and I'm glad that it was I was worried that it wasn't going to be this wouldn't have to have Taron Edgerton but it's a good use of of someone of his caliber too yeah no he's he's good and does he excels in roles like these I agree so so so, uh we're ready to score it we are indeed you want me to go first, or you want to go first? No, I'll, I'll take the reins on on the, this one. Okay. So here's Tetris. It's a damn fun. It's a damn fun movie, uh, based on a very, one of the first massively massively received video games. Um, well, it's not based on. It's, this is about the rights to Tetris, but the making of creation. Look, I, I think this movie deserves every bit of a seven. It's. Uh, I, I I don't okay. think it's going to light the world on fire. But I also think that people are going to be watching this even three or four years from now. People are going to turn on Tetris and watch it, even for the first time and for the second and third time. I really think it's got that staying power. Yeah, no, and um, I'm I'm pretty close there with you, honestly. I was going to go for a seven as well. Um, listen, I think Tetris is a quite a good movie. Um, it's listen, it's not like I said, cinematic masterpiece here. It's not going to be Oscar nommed, but there, I don't think there's anybody in, in you know any of my friends ask me about movies. And listen, obviously because I do this, I get asked this a lot. Um, you know, what do you think of this? I will, I will tell everybody. I can everybody that asks I, Tetris is, will get a positive review from me. You know, absolutely, go see it, check it out. It is something you want to look at. Like it's good. It's not great, but it'll uh, it'll make you make you happy. You spent a couple hours learning the story of it. So Tetris is seven for me as well. I agree. Well said. Well said. It's a. Uh, I know the B episode really isn't once we dive into the movie, but it's. Ah, uh, I mean, listen. You're gonna find out if we liked it or not. That's for sure. And listen, we do, and that's important. <laughs> that's. I think it's. If you're listening and you're on the and you're on the edge of and you're on the fence about watching Tetris, I think it's well worth your time. Maybe cut out one of the Netflix movies you're gonna watch because I guarantee you probably wasn't as good as Tetris. Sure ain't. Or, or <laughs> as fun as Tetris, which it. You know, that's the thing. Fun matters. <laughs> I agree. All right, gentlemen. Well, all right, gentleman. Gentle Roger, person. Gentle person. Thank you for joining me this evening as we wrap up this week's uh, topic of show. This has been episode 325B of Ford Love is Cinema, a movie podcast. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I'm at Grayson Maxwell One. Hi, I'm at Rod Stillian. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting things on social media, Facebook and Twitter. And send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're talking about the, the gargantuan that is the Super Mario Brothers movie and Chupa on Netflix. Yay, Chupa.